dedicated to each and every one of you who appreciate a great glass of wine. You know what I mean? It's Monday. Let's raise a glass to the beginning of another week. It's time to unscrew, uncork, or savor a bottle. And let's begin exploring the wine glass. Today, I sit down with my buddy, Nick Berube, AKA Winecom Guy. During our conversation, we share a bit of knowledge about an old Californian AVA that just doesn't have the recognition that its neighboring AVA, Napa, has yet. We were privileged to have received samples from five of the 12 wineries in the AVA. As you listen, you will learn that Sassoon Valley AVA is one that should be on your radar. Wine. Hey everybody, I'm Lori Budd, a UC Davis winemaking program, Someday service, champagne specialist, and WSET level 2 graduate. You can find Exploring the Wine Glass on all the socials, as well as your favorite podcast catchers. If you haven't subscribed yet, now's the perfect time to swipe, subscribe, rate, and review. I promise I'll never tell you what to drink, but I'll always share what's in my glass. But I'm so excited to be here to talk about Sassoon Valley. Yes, Sassoon Valley. You know, I was introduced to it a little while ago uh, when we did Wine for Bet Street. We did Petite P is for Petite Syrah. Oh, nice. um, Not D for Dorif? No, no, you know, (laughs) but you know what? Holding that one in the pocket just in case we can't come up with another D. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Now, have you ever visited the valley? I have not. I have not. Although, from what I have learned, I have driven through it multiple times. <laughs> you probably have. Um, it's actually really beautiful. Um, the hospitality there is really second to none. For me, it's like going back in time to what I imagine Napa would have been or Sonoma would have been before, well, my time drinking. Yeah, right. So we had... Um, we had uh, Talonis and Tenbrink on for the Petit Syrah episode, and that is exactly oh, what awesome. they said. Like, you know, they're just, you know, a few decades maybe behind where where Napa Valley was. But it does look beautiful, and we have a taste, we have a tasting kit that we received, but, I mean, that looks pretty darn pretty to me. Yeah, yeah. it's it's really beautiful. Yeah. It's a great place, and- You know, it's so close to Napa, so I love to hop over there because it's, you know, it focuses on Tisara. You know, we have Napa, his king of cab, and they know they have a similar similar climate, that Mediterranean climate, and they have owned Tisara, and I love that about them. Yes, they have, and they even have a sign that, what is it, the back end of Napa or something, you know, they... They have a good sense of humor in Sassoon Valley. You know, they have, you know, they, they, do. Have, they have that sign and I think that's pretty clever. Um, but yeah, uh, so it is actually relatively small of an AVA. It's really actually only eight by three miles. So yep. that is but it's relatively- been an, But it's been an AVA for so long, since the early 80s. So, I mean, the fact that it's just really becoming discovered is great. Yep, it's taken absolutely. a while, but they, they've earned their place. Yes. In fact, uh, only one year after Napa Valley got AV, got their AVA. did Exactly. Valley. They've been around for a long time. Uh, and, you know, I think that the big thing was back when they first started, it was more a type of um, like bulk wine. 
And, you know, now, you know, in the last decade or so, you know, decade and a half, they really have focused in on Petit Syrah because that's what that loam soil, you know, Petit Syrah loves that. Um, and they just really have like, all right, we're done with this bulk stuff. We're going to prove that we are a high quality AVA and they are truly um, killing it. They really are making a great, you know, great They show. are. And, you know, even though we are going to just be tasting Petit Syrah, the, the cool thing about Sassoon Valley is they produce so much more. Um, like I said, so similar to Napa Valley that uh, Talonis actually makes Pinot Noir. They make a white Pinot Noir. Um, so yeah. as you're getting closer to the south side, you know, you're able, that diurnal shift, you're able to get, you know, Pinot Noir ripe and it's great. And then a little further north, you get the Zins, the Cabs, the Petit Syrah. So, I mean, really, they are producing a wide swath of things. They are. And that white Pinot Noir is phenomenal. And I have to give a shout out to Amber and Dave of Wine Travel Leads oh, okay. because they are the ones who introduced me to not you know, you know, that was a birthday present from Amber for me. Um, so it, <laughs> it, uh, it is delicious. And uh, it really is. It's it's a wonderful valley. I do need to actually yep. visit it, um, you know, versus just driving through it. And it's just, it's so, it's like a quaint little, you know, it comes across as a quaint little thing. There's only 12 wineries that are in that AVA. Very small. Yeah. Very small. But again, it. They're like these family owned, you know, they're farmers. Uh, you know, when you go tasting, most likely you're going to meet the winemaker. Right. You know, how many, how many places can you go now where that actually happens? That is true. And definitely not so true over in, you know, that other side of Sassoon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, everybody starts someplace and, you know, again, I, the feel, that down-home feel, that small, you know, farmer um, feel that Sassoon Valley has, it, it's, it's great. Um, every time I can jump over there and visit Amber and David, absolutely will, because every time I want them to take me to another winery. Right, absolutely. So I get all 12. And I do actually see that uh, Visor Family Vineyard is joining us tonight. They are they are uh, watching, and their wines are special. Also, I, I've I've tasted a few of their wines. Uh, thanks mm -hmm. to Amber, I've tasted a few of their wines, and yep. they're beautiful. And in fact, I have not had a wine that I've disliked from from Sassoon Valley. And no, I can't think of a single one. And I've actually visited Beezer, and I can't wait to go back because I, just the experience here was was incredible. Yeah, I heard the hospitality is just spectacular and not just for them, just like you said, across that whole AVA. Mm -hmm. Truly, you know, they're not only just um, focusing in on high quality wines, but they're also focusing in on high quality customer service and customer experiences. It's so important. And, you know, it's laid back for high quality wine and have a good time without the, the fear of, you know, is somebody going to be judging how you're tasting or, you know, are you tasting this or that? Um, yeah. So next time you come up, we'll have to go over and visit. Absolutely. You won't have to twist my arm too hard for that at all. <laughs> but a little bit more before we actually taste um, sure. a little fun facts, uh, you know, you know how geeky I am, right? I can't of course. 
we cannot have talk more about <laughs> doing a little bit of geekdom. Uh, so the Sisson Valley is actually uh, Winkler scale three. So they get about 3,500 uh, degree, uh, degree days. Growing days, uh, yep. Yeah, and so it's a region three. So it's it's kind of right there, smack dab in the middle. It's it's cool because of the coastal climate, but like you mentioned, that diurnal shift, it goes. Yeah. You know, they can get pretty warm, but they cool down. Uh, so, but right smack dab in the center. So, like you were saying, so many varieties can actually grow well there. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it's 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 interesting because it's right on the other side of the back of mountains from Napa. Um, but then you have that bay, and I tell you, every afternoon, it doesn't matter. It could be the hottest day. This cool breeze just kind of blows in over the valley and just cools everything down, and it's perfect growing conditions. Yeah. And let's not forget about their soil, right? Their soil is uh, 100%. foam soil. And anybody who gardens knows that if you're going to go out <laughs> and buy pop top-notch topsoil with all of the perfect balance of nutrients it's a loam soil right mm -hmm. so and it's there naturally you can, so <laughs> there you know it's that common yeah they didn't they didn't buy it play. yeah they, they, they didn't go to home depot <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go to home depot and go purchase some you know some bags and start throwing it all over yeah Silt clay, all in that perfect, you know, 40, 40, 20 percentage just is is perfect. And like you said, that's what's allowing so many uh, great varieties to right. yeah. flourish. You know? So, you know, Petite Sarah, it's funny because as, as we know, it's Darif. That's the, the official name, although the TTB will accept either. Um, you know, most people think or a lot of people might think that it's just a small version of Sarah. Right. And it's not. I, I'm sure when I first started studying wine, I probably thought the same thing. I probably thought I was fooling, being like, it's just small Syrah. Right. But no, you know, it's it, 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 baby Syrah. But no, it's uh, its own grape. Um, you know, it's the cross um, of Syrah. And hold on. Do you know the other one? Uh, no. I do, but I don't. <laughs> I, I know. I'm blank right now, but, you know, it really mimics some of the characteristics, characteristics that we love of Syrah, that pepperiness, that chocolate, that plum, uh, the blueberry. But, I mean, it really is its own. I mean, if you tasted it Syrah and a Petit Syrah, you could tell the difference. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And for um, – I love seeing Petit Syrah on its own because – it's it's very often just in a blend, you know, yeah. um, because it a little bit goes a very long way, you know. Um, it's 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 a deep high, great, right? Yep, high well, medium acid, high tannin, high color, high alcohol. It's high across the board, but you know what? If it's made correctly, it is. Dare I say? I hate using this word, but it's feminine and it's just beautiful and elegant. Yes, yes, it is, it is. And with that, look, we're gonna, we, we received these samples, um, these- uh, A very important know, Two ounce, three ounce, I don't know how much this is, two ounce. Uh, is it really? Ooh, I'm gonna mm -hmm. have a good time. All right, we're gonna <laughs> have a 
good time. Um, so we we received this cute little kit um, that you know we we got. Welcome to Sassoon Valley. It's got the map. On yep. And then we have five tastings. And since we are, Nick and I are very aware that, you know, it's real fun to drink while you're on camera. It's not so fun to watch people while they're on camera. So we're only going to do two wines today. And then we are going to come back at a different time and we will taste the other three. So, um, and you know what? I, I really think it would be we need to schedule the time, the date, see if we can get our followers to purchase those wines. Absolutely. Step, step along with us. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. We could do we could do a live. We could do dare I say Zoom? <gasps> no, <laughs> Zoom. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so are you ready to taste the first one? I am. Number so, one, which which I will share my stupidity with with everybody because you know if you can't laugh at yourself. <laughs> You can't laugh at anybody else. And as Nick knows, I like laughing at a lot of people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so, true. I was like, oh, look, it's number one. Oh, I want to say, uh, Mike Braun, thank you. Pelorsen Noir. You are yes. correct. Yes, yes. 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 So number one, and on the back, if I had actually turned the jar, <laughs> it actually has the information for us. So the first wine we are going to uh, taste is actually Kame Sassoon. And this right here, I think, has a lot to say about how incredible the valley is for the fruit. We all know that Camus, um, you know, is high profile and it, every, you know, it is a highly prestigious um, yeah. one. And uh, I don't think they would go somewhere where fruit is not excellent. No, the, the Wagner family knows good fruit. Um, you know, they have their home in Rutherford. And as you know, uh, all good cab has Rutherford dust in it. So they have been farming across California for years, for decades. And so for them to come to the Sassoon Valley and recognize the potential there, um, especially at Petit Syrah, is incredible. So they are owning cab over in Napa. Now uh, they're taking on Petit Syrah. And so as you had said, uh, the, the family has been actually in the wine business since the 1850s. So they know what's going on. Um, and they've been a little while. Kate, yeah, a little while. And Camus itself has been in production for forty-five years. So, for almost five decades, they've been sticking to their cab, and it says a lot that they're moving yeah. out to, you know, to here for the boutique. But you know how I said it. You know, a little bit goes a long way when you are. <laughs> you can it's it's this is. Completely inky. I love it. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that right. That nose is just incredible. Just so many dark fruits. That yeah. black pepper. A little floral. I mean, it's. The, it's not. It's not shy. No. No. Um, <laughs> that it's carrying those those three things: the dark fruit, 
the floral and that that hint of the pepper and it's not for people who love zinfandel it's a different to me to my palate it's a different pepper than very you know than that zinfandel because i think when you stick your nose in a zin it's like oh this is zin but this is all three characteristics of what I would say if I was doing a blind tasting would cause me to say it's a petite sirah. Yeah. That way? Yes. Slancha. Slancha. Mm. And I'm sorry, it's Brian. I'm sorry. Like, people are having to watch me do this, and I just wanted to keep it in my mouth <laughs> because it was so good. Yes. Oh, and. Salinas Winery is here. So hi guys, we were talking. Salinas Wine Travel Eats is with us. Um, we are on the 2018 Grand Jarif Petit Sirah from uh, Kama Sassoon. And I do have to say, I I kind of like that they call it Jarif. Me you too. Know, I I like it. I like that that they're going back to the you know to to the that kind of original name that you know the historical aspect of it. Exactly. So all of those aromas really just kind of transferred over to the palate for me, getting plum. There's, there's even like a hint of a red fruit. Um, although it's tannic, it's so well balanced. It's almost velvety in my mouth. Like it's got a velvet finish to it. And, um, I, I get a lot of a lot of the dark fruit. I can see where you're saying there's a bit of a bit of red in there, um, as you, you know, swish that around a bit and let your tongue, you know, figure out what's in there. Yeah, like crunchy plum. Mm. Mm. Wow. There's the the oak profile on it. It's just you're getting it on the back end, and it's just very very nice. Uh, yeah. Super well integrated wine. Yes, it does not. The oak, um, it's there. It's integrated. It's not like an oak in your face. Um, wine, you know, and Petit it's Sarabi and a big grape. The, it's not bombastic. It's not hitting me in the face. But this is definitely something that I could enjoy a glass on its own. Or I could pair it with, you know, a lamb burger or, you know, a mole dish. I'll take your word for the lamb burger. <laughs> but yes, yes, um, I really, really good. And I the the finish it it, it lingers and it actually like yeah. kind of fades away. Like it doesn't just drop off. You know what I nope, mean? It, at all. It just it, it stays with you. It, it's like oh hey, I'm still here after you know thirty sixty seconds. I mean, I'm still tasting fruit. I'm not just tasting, you know, alcohol or I'm not tasting, you know, oak or it, you know, this is just fruit just following through. Right. Absolutely. And the, um, like you were mentioning the tannins, they're in there, but the interesting thing is it's in the mid palate that mm -hmm. tannins right there in the mid palate, because when you, um, when, when you actually do fin uh, swallow and wait for the finish, it is a softer finish. It's actually a, it is. a very nice, uh, like you had mentioned, velvety, but it's a, it's a softer finish than what you kind of expect it to be. And in a nice way, I'm saying, you know. Definitely. And I would say that there's enough acid there. It's so balanced that 
it makes me want another sip. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So that was, that was the Camus. Okay. That was the Camus and it is a 2018 Grand Dury. And, um, I don't know if you cheated, not that it's cheating because I didn't tell you not to do it, but alcohol, what do you think that alcohol is? Knowing the grape, knowing that it's going to be, um, I'm going to say it's in the high 14s. Well, they're claiming 15. Okay. So, so. Yeah, but you, you know what? It's not. It's not it an alcoholic wine. It doesn't taste like it. No, not at all. Not at all. And that's exactly why I was asking it. But then I was like, we kind of know what Petite Syrah gives us from the region, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah. so they're claiming 15. So we could be go looking at 16 here. Um, and it's, okay. it doesn't taste, it doesn't taste that way at all. And No, yeah. not at all. It's yes. not that, you know, you, you get some, we'll say brands or some wineries that, you know, have that 15-1, 15-2, and it burns all the way down. Right. I I could honestly say this would be lower 14 if I didn't know what the grape was. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So our second wine, our number two, and Mangles. it is, man, and I'm hoping I'm saying it correctly, Mangels? Mangles. Mangles? Okay, mango. That's what we're gonna go with. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. Um, uh, Mangles Vineyard, and this is the 2018 Reserve Petite Syrah, mm -hmm. and this retails. Oh, I'm the the Camus one. Number one retails for sixty dollars, and this retails for thirty five. Okay, um, and these guys have quite a little bit of history. In the oh, back. the history behind this winery is just incredible. I mean, we're going way back. We're going, you know, pre-prohibition and, you know, post-prohibition. The story just, like, snowballs. Yes. In fact, so far, so far back. Thank, thank you, Tolinas. Uh, they are... Bonded Winery number 42. 42, right. That's OG Winery. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Absolutely. Yeah. So they they have been around for a lot, for a long time. And the history actually dates back to um, when Louis Bangler, uh, like the family came from Germany. To New York. And, uh, yeah, to New York. And mm -hmm. then they just bolted wisely <laughs> to the West To Coast. California. But they went through the Panama Canal. So, I mean, that was, you know, by way of the canal. By way of the canal, right? So that that is so awesome itself. And he also learned how to be a cooper. He was trained as a cooper. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean it, the story behind this, it's, it's great. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and you can't even, you know, you talk about the dive – you know, throwing yourself into the passion of wine and wine making, and you hear people talk about, you know, from vine to bottle. Well, I mean, he's yeah. even got the cooperage in it. <laughs> Hitting it from all angles, absolutely. Right. All angles, you know. Um, so, yeah. But and, you know, 
Uh, Coming to present day. What? Coming to present day, one of the things that I find awesome, female winemaker. Yes. So, like, huge shout out to all the female winemakers of the world. And then also, um, she went to Fresno State. Got her degree (laughs) in enology. So, you know, shout out to Fresno as well. Yes, yes. I was like, is he going to know that little tidbit? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know, the, I know the tidbit. Oh, yeah. So go Bulldogs. Yes. All right. So what are we getting in here, Nick? Again, mm-hmm. it just coats the glass. Yeah, definitely. Glass and um, it, the, you can just see the mm. ink. It, you know, in the glass, the ink. Floral on this, you know, and I, I always I did on the Camus. Okay, yeah. A little bit, but it's, it's er- floral. What? What? Like a like a violet. Because okay. the Camus to me was very like lavendery, like. Mm-hmm. And okay, I'll go with violet. The pur- but purple flowers. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Again with the dark fruit. Yep. The plum. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's just a, you know, a telltale sign. I think that came over from, you know, the Syrah parent. A little bit of a, like a cocoa powder. Yes. Mm. All right. Well, I'm going to sip on this. Again, I'm blown away by how elegant these wines are. How soft they are. Not soft like flabby, soft like just structured and silky. That palate just kind of envelope envelops the mouth. It's it's great. Perfectly integrated. I get a little bit more tannin on this one mm-hmm. than it on the Camus. Still well integrated. Still um, and onto the palate is still that dark oh. fruit. Plum is just you know. Oh, it's there. And again, th- I, I'm getting a lot more cocoa on this one than than yeah. I did the other. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and I actually like this, so the people are offset by this. You know, for me, the cocoa is like a cocoa powder. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like um, you're biting into a piece of chocolate. It's no. <laughs> you know when you make hot cocoa. That that that's that's what it is like to me. That that nice, fresh, you know, powder that is yeah. its essence. You know, it's like a good, like a good, like premium powder. Not like no, not no, like no. Nestle. No, <laughs> no, I love this, but no, no, like <laughs> high quality powder. You know, but that, but it's it's more powder chocolate to me than than biting into a milk chocolate or. Mm -hmm. or, And I would say the plum is on the riper side. Whereas I said, crunchy plum with the Camus, this is like that dark black plum. And it, it's great. I'm like, wow. And uh, Amber is saying savory cocoa. Agreed. Yes. And And I don't know what, I don't know what the alcohol is. But you're not getting that burn either. No, this one is claiming uh, fourteen five. Makes sense. Yeah. 
the assets there. Oak is framing the wine. It's not taking over. You still get some of those, uh, toast, that toasted oak kind of feel. Um, wow. It, they're both, they both are beautiful. And now I'm upset we only chose to do two right now. But Right. So again, uh, for anybody who's just joining us, we are tasting the Mangles Vineyard uh, 2018 Reserve Petit Syrah from the Sassoon Valley. The Sassoon Valley, and it retails for a mere $35. That's a steal. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And it is, um, like you said, it's a 2018. So let's talk a little bit about what when you think prime drinking window would be. Gosh, for, I mean, for both, I'd say age. I mean, they can age, you know, with the, the fruit component, the acid, the tannin that they both have. Um, you know, they're not overly tannic, so I'd say probably the next five That's to seven I'm years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll just continue to evolve like the fruit, but um, right now, I want to break into a bottle of either one of these. Yeah, they they are definitely drinkable now and, you know, sitting back and relaxing, watching the Olympics, people. Right. So we have a question. Where is the Sassoon Valley? So oh. the Sassoon Valley is just east of uh, Napa Valley, east of the Vaca Mountains. So it sits within this uh, coastal range. So if you are coming from, say, San Francisco, it's about an hour away if you know where Fairfield is. Um, great kind of hidden wine country that's really coming. I mean, it's been around forever since late early 80s, excuse me. Um, but yeah, this is a valley that you need to explore. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And for those who are just joining, additionally, we're looking at a very small AVA, just eight miles by three miles. So it's tiny. Um, and they have about 15,000 acres total in the Sassoon Valley, but only 3,000 are under vine. And right. those vines that are, they are being tended to with critical care. They are, you know, they are watching these vines and doing what is spectacular, you know, what is great for these vines to create this end product that is spectacular. Absolutely. And, you know, as I mentioned before, for anybody who has never visited, um, but, you know, maybe Sonoma County, you know, Napa Valley, um, it is like that in the 60s, I imagine. I was not there. Um, I was born in 80. But, um, you know, it's you, you're going to go, you're going to meet the family that owns the winery, you're going to meet the winemaker. Absolutely. And for those who want to find out more about Sassoon Valley, they are here on Instagram. Uh, they're under Visit Sassoon Valley. Um, and we were tasting Camus Cab and uh, Mangel's Vineyard. So they're uh, Vineyards, yes, with an S. Yep. They are both um, here on uh, Instagram. So check out their profiles to find out more. And then Nick and I will be back. Yes, we will. We'll do another live uh, event. We'll be back to uh, taste the other wines that uh, were sent to us from this. And those wines are Tenbrink, which I've already tasted Tenbrink. And yeah. This world. Out of this world. So I cannot wait to taste that. And then uh, Sassoon Creek 
and Wooden Valley will be the other two wines that we are tasting. Perfect. Okay. And uh, so you guys know it's at Visit Sassoon Valley here on Instagram. Uh, Camus is at Camus Cab and Mangles is at Mangles Vineyards. I would definitely uh, suggest giving them a follow. Yes, absolutely. And if you have any questions, just shoot Nick or myself the question. And if we can't answer it, we have the connection. We know who will. Yeah. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsor. Josina Wines loves to give back. There are so many fur babies that deserve to find their forever home. We would love to be able to help as many as possible. If you are part of a nonprofit organization or know of a nonprofit organization that would like to hold a fundraiser, please contact us at contact at dracinawines.com or visit our website, dracinawines.com, to fill out the form. How does the fundraiser work? It is super simple and costs your group absolutely nothing. Together, we will choose a month that your group will be sponsored. During the month, you promote the fundraiser just like any other event you'd hold. At the end of the month, we will donate 20% of the sales to your organization. The donations will be made in the name of each individual who purchased the wine so that you know exactly who helped the animals. Our goal is to raise as much funds as we possibly can and to help as many animals as possible. So please help us help as many fur babies as we possibly can. To finish off these wines and to uh, really talk about the Sassoon Valley with you. Yes, yes. And oh my God, that hat. So uh, Sassoon yeah. Creek. Yeah. You know, uh, if a winery has a really cool hat, I'm going home with the hat. That, and I got to go, that is a really, really cool hat. I love the trucker hat and when it's distressed, Oh, it's even better. Jam. It's the jam. It is the jam. Absolutely. And tonight we are actually drinking uh, Tenbrink Vineyards. And I have had some previous experience with Tenbrink because they were nice enough, along with Lisa Howard of Tolinas, who right. came on to Wine for Beth Street to talk about Petite Syrah. Awesome. So I had the privilege of uh, speaking with them. And then we are going to try the Sassoon Creek Winery. Sassoon Creek. Yes, yes. And then uh, let's see the uh, Lanza family, the Wooden Creek Val or Wooden Valley uh, Winery. Right, Wooden Valley Winery, and again, all petites are. So let let's let's like you said, do a little recap of fun facts of the Sassoon Valley. <laughs> Absolutely. So. You know, I know that you live in the Central Valley and also on the East Coast. I live in the Napa Valley. So Sassoon is definitely my neighbor. It's just east of us, just east of the uh, the Vaca Range. Um, you know, it sits right off of the San Pablo and the Sassoon Bay. It's about eight miles long, three miles wide at the widest point. So it's actually a really small valley, but there's a lot happening there. There is. And one of the things that I love about the Sassoon Valley's name is where that name came from. So it actually is a Native American name that actually means where the west winds blow or where they where the west winds come from. And uh, yep. so that is what it is. And that those winds that are in the Sassoon Valley, they play such a major, major role. Oh, yeah. 
I just yeah. want to show the Sustain yeah. Valley and how beautiful it is. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, those, those western winds, they really affect the, I mean, the microclimates there, the lower, what they call the lower valley, really gets influenced by those winds, especially in the uh, late afternoon, really cools down during the night and allows for such a wide range of uh, grapes to be grown there. Right, absolutely. And that's that's the interesting <laughs> thing is there are so many varieties that do grow well in the Sassoon, but we are focusing in on one special grape today. Just one. Just one. The Petite Syrah or Dorif. 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 Yes, yes, yes. And we know that the Sassoon Valley actually became an aviate. Like, people are just learning about it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Right. I mean, 1982, it became an ABA, and yet now it's just really kind of coming into its own. Absolutely. So, and good for them because, you know, I think there's so, when you, when you start studying wine, you learn yep. all of these wine regions that are so popular now and people are dying to get there. And right. they weren't known back because at some point they were more about bulk wine Yep. and just getting that wine out there. And then somewhere along the line, some brilliant people that are farmers first, <laughs> farmers exactly. first and foremost, were like, wait a second, let's stop with this bulk and <laughs> let's prove, let's prove what we can do here. And let's, let's show everybody what a great AVA or what a great region we are. And that is exactly yeah. what the soon is doing right now. I would I'd agree. And it's funny because you posted a photo of a sign that they have actually that kind of plays off of the Napa Valley sign that, you know, the Napa Valley's backside's taking shape and it's like the home to Petit Syrah, um, which is great because, I mean, we, as you know, you know, Cab is king in Napa Valley. So Sestoon has really kind of honed in on what's growing really great there and they are blowing it out of the park. They are. They absolutely are. And I'm going to quiz you. I'm going to quiz oh. you because last time we both, we both blanked and a very helpful viewer helped us out. It was my friend Mike. Yep. Ah, do we, do you remember what, what uh, Dorit is actually a cross between? Yes, ma'am. It is a cross of Syrah and Calorsen Noir. There and it was crossed you. from Francois Dorit. Very good. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And I, then, I once I learn it, once I mean it's gonna stick. It's gonna stick. Yep. 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 And the reason why they, why, the reason why he created this cross, because you know we have two different types of crosses that occur in our little <laughs> wine world. Some are natural, like Cabernet Franc and Sauvignon, uh, Sauvignon Blanc, to make that Cabernet Sauvignon. That was a natural crossing. And then we have man-made crossings. And Petite Syrah is a man-made crossing by yes. Dorif. And it was actually because there was so much powdery mildew that he was trying to come up with a grape variety that uh, was not as susceptible to that. And he did a good job. <laughs> you no, know, he, he did a great job. But it's funny because, you know, people saw the vines, they saw the grapes, and they just assumed it was small Syrah. Um, and so, hence, it got the name Petite Syrah. But as you know, and anybody who lives in Sassoon or has visited Sassoon Valley knows, uh, Petite Syrah, there's nothing petite about it. 
such a big wine. It's such a beautiful wine. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of the name doesn't give it credit. No, no. And then the other thing is, is Syrah or Shiraz, right? Syrah, <laughs> we spell it S-Y-R-A-H. Right? Yep. And we spell Petite Syrah differently, right? Petite Syrah is S-I-R-A-H. Okay. <laughs> so little, little different. So when you're looking at something, that spelling might help you if you're at a, you know, if you're looking at a label and trying to figure it out. So... Um, I tell you, uh, we, you had given the size, but also there are only 12 wineries in this AVA. It's, it's tiny, but you know what? It's, uh, when you go there and I know you have visited, I've visited quite a few times now. Uh, it feels like Napa or Sonoma would have been back in the sixties or seventies. Um, the owners tend to be the ones working in the tasting room. You go and, you know, they, just open up the place for you. I mean, these are true farmers and, you know, they have put all of their passion into their wine and they want to share it with you. It's incredible. Absolutely. And on that note, I think it's time to drink. I I couldn't agree more. Um, So looking at our bottle number three is the Tenbrink Vineyards 2016 Estate Grown Petite Syrah. And yeah. Let's uh let's give it a swirl. And these babies actually made wow. it through security check. <laughs> I don't know how they did, but Well, I'm not gonna alert the TSA. Thank you, Fresno TSA. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you know, Tenbrink's a really cool winery. Um, as you had mentioned before. Uh, oh, let's cheers. Uh, you know, Steve Tembrink actually started the winery, but he was farming since 1982. So about the same time that Sassoon actually got the ABA. Um, but he was farming fruit trees. So cherries, apricots, prunes. You're going to hear a lot about that from some of these other families that have been farming. He also was farming one of my favorites, heirloom tomatoes. Yes, and I love that he calls his vines harem. The vines are his harem. Yep. So, well, did, did you did you hear um, that his maternal grandma or read that his maternal grandma actually was in the slammer back in Prohibition for actually selling wine to the wrong person? Oh, she got busted. Yep. So I mean, there there's been wine since uh, since grandma. That is awesome. And even his, even his grandfather was actually a vineyard master and a winemaker up in the Italian Alps. Wow. So, I mean, it's been in his veins to be a winemaker. Absolutely. And they're holding true to tradition. If you go to visit them, they have um, they, their tasting room. They have, like, this metal barn there. Right. But it's actually, there's remnants of their, the 100-year-old red barn, you know, redwood barn that's there so you know they're moving forward with the future and knowing what is growing fantastic in their ava and in their soils but they're holding true to tradition and i love that and now you got to if we go there when we go there i hope i hope they have a picture of her with like you know the number oh that would be that would be incredible that would be incredible i have visited tolinas but i have not actually been next door to the red barn so i need to go over there and 
Hopefully, if Lisa is watching right now, she has a photo of gra uh, great grandma holding that sign. Because that would be incredible. Turn right, turn left, because that, that <laughs> would be the most awesome thing. And, I, you know, you know, you've got that other label that is that bulk wine label that's got some, you know, on it. This would be true, perfect label. 100%. So, I mean, right now they're forming uh, 60 acres of vines, um, and I think they do a wide variety from, like, Pinot Noir all the way through uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. They also own a lot of uh, walnuts as well and still some fruit. Um, and then, like I said, it's, a, it's such a family that has just been passed down that wine tradition. So even his uh, daughter, Lisa, and her husband, uh, Cliff Howard, they actually uh, own a winery as well. I do, and that is Tolinas, and I have to raise a glass to them tonight because I love, love, love their white Pinot. Boom. Oh, boom. Like I, might have, I, might have a, I might have a glass a little later. Like, like I cued that up for you perfectly, and I didn't even know you were going to have that. Neither exactly. Hopefully, you know, some of our followers, uh, you know, had time to get some of these bottles so they can taste along with us. You know, if you do, again, we are on the Ten Brink Vineyards 2016. Um, so if you have it in your glass, swirl along, taste, and let us know what's going on. What is coming out of here, I need a yes. little blue ghost blueberry coming out yep. because this is blueberry in, like, explosion. Yep. It is, it is blueberry. It's, I mean, it's blueberry. I'm getting hints of, like, boysenberry. It's plum. I mean, just beautiful. Plum. It's packed, packed with fruit. Just packed with it fruit. Is, you know, when they when you talk about the level, the the level of how much aromas there are, and you know, you right. light, medium, pronounced. This is so this is pronounced. This, it's this jumping is, from the glass. Yes, this is. Hey, hear wow. me now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, here we go. Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, jinx with that. Um, all of that fruit still very present on the palate. Has such great weight to it. I mean, it's a 2016, and it's still so fresh. It is. It is. It is fresh. Is the perfect word for it. The tannin structure. It's there. It, yep. You know, it's there's tannin there. Um, definitely something you you know you want to pair with a food. You know, to um, to just scream out, you know, to scream out that and that um, the blueberry, the plum, uh, it's it's fantastic, and the finish yeah. is out of it. It's going and going. Still going. It's peppery, which is you know one of those signs of petite Syrah. I'm actually having a uh, peppercorn steak tonight, so oh, that is going. I well. think all three of these glasses might just uh, pair perfectly with that. Way. Right, and Absolutely. you know one of the. Another thing about uh, Steve and Tenbrink Vineyards is that um, there's there's three valleys to Sassoon, right? We have the lower, the middle, and the upper valley. And yeah. Steve actually has vineyards in each of those three areas. Right. And I'm not 100% sure if each of those three vineyards went into this glass where his where his uh, petit is. But this is a complex wine. There, There's... Yeah. A lot of there's, there's a lot of levels going on within within this wine. 
100%. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be, so if he's watching or if Lisa's watching, please correct me. I believe most of the patisserie is coming from the mid-valley and cab is coming from the upper valley. And that's because, you know, that, as I was talking about earlier, that wind that comes through from the San Pablo Bay, it, it makes it to about the mid-valley okay. and not really the upper valley. Oh, okay. Perfect, perfect. And then we do not have the luxury of having a full bottle here, but if you- <laughs> That would be look, trouble. That it would be. But if you look at uh, Tenbrink, there is, um, in the logo, there is a gold shovel. And again, I absolutely love that because it is saying, above all and foremost, he is a farmer. Yep. And you, that the saying of, uh, you know, you can't make great wine out of crap fruit, you know. You can. Right? You can make crap wine out of grapefruit, but you can't do it the other way around. 100%. And, and that is what his, that is what the shovel is. And I absolutely love that, that that is, that he pays homage to that, you know. Yeah, definitely. All right. Are Should you we ready? move on to Sassoon Creek? Sassoon Creek. All right. So we are up to number four. Okay. Yes, ma'am. That is Sassoon Creek 2017 Estate Grown Petite Syrah. Just so you all know. Um, they are sold out of the 2017, but uh, they are on to the 2018, which I have tried. It's incredible. Um, and so uh, I would definitely suggest picking up a bottle or five or a case um, just so you have it. And actually going back a little bit, I believe, again, not 100% sure, but Tenbrink might also be sold out of the wine we tasted because if you go to their website, um, yeah bottling the 18 and it says coming soon yeah so but there's nothing wrong with placing that order and absolutely having, not having you, know, you are truly supporting small family wineries which is a huge passion of mine because i love being able to discover and hear those stories and really talk to those winemakers talk to the family and you know i actually had the opportunity to do that at susan creek just recently i would say probably two weeks ago um, I actually met Brian and Katie, the owners, because um, what were they doing? They were pouring in the tasting room. Of course they were. Of course they were. And I, I will say, I have not had the pleasure of visiting Sassoon Creek yet, yet, <laughs> okay? but I did a double take because it's Brian Babcock, and we have a Brian Babcock in the Santa Barbara <laughs> area, and I was like, wait a second, and then I'm like, wait, he he doesn't spell his name that way. And they <laughs> so Brian, Brian is uh, I and the other is Y. y. You know. mm -hmm. But so Babcock, I don't know if you guys are related, but maybe you should have a little conversation. Right. <laughs> we do a, a blind tasting between the two Brian's. There you go. There you go. Sounds like sounds like a plan. I mean, so the cool thing about you know Brian and his family, they've been farming. You know, he's a fourth generation yeah. farmer. Um, they just like Tenbrink started with cherries and prunes and pears. So you know, these were fruit vineyards that then got converted over to vines, um, and they've owned the the farm for thirty five years. So yeah. they've been farming for for quite a while. And he's a UC Davis graduate. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so cheers out to UC Davis. And um, they actually grow seven different varieties on their, on their vineyards. And the Soon Creek is in here and he's writing, I'm the I, not the Y. <laughs> All right. He's definitely the I in Bryant. Okay. Uh, and yet, so I was, like I said, I was just there and uh, they make a rosé from Charbono or Ooh. I am just used to calling it Bonarda being down in Argentina. Um, but it's, it's crazy. You don't see Charbono used at all. And then it's a rosé of Charbono. It was quite lovely. Wow. Perfect for a summer, perfect for a summer day, especially out there in the Sioux Valley. It can get a little warm. Yeah. You know what? I absolutely love when wineries do something just funky out there. Like, you know, right. Oh, hey, this is awesome. We're going to be the only people who do this. And, and I'm sure they kick ass at it. I'm sure. Yeah. Because if it's anything, if this is any indication of what the rest of their wines taste like, this is, this is They're incredible. Yeah, this is incredible. So Brian with an I, uh, <laughs> fourth I'm getting, you said. Oh, go ahead. I'm getting a lot more plum on this one and chocolate, like a lot of cocoa, some black okay. cherry. Yeah, I get spice. Um, mm. um, and there's, it's something, it's kind of like a spiced nut, you know, um, like we get, we get them in Fresno, those almonds that have that spice stuff on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like a trail mix type thing. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Mm. But loaded just, you know, I'm getting, like I said, lots of black fruit and it's, you know, just so everybody knows when I said that uh, Petite Syrah is not Petite, it is not. It's usually high in alcohol, high in tannin, um, medium, minus acidity. But so far, none of these and none of the wines we've actually tried have that alcohol burn. They're all yeah. pretty high in alcohol, but they are so finessed, so silky that, you know, you would never know that the alcohol is at 15, 7 or above. Right, and that's that's the that's a true sign of uh, of a great winemaker because petite Syrah can be a difficult grape to tame, <laughs> you know, to, <laughs> to keep down. And you really, and I think that's the thing about these these wineries in this AVA who have who have embraced petite Syrah as right. their grape. They really know this grape inside and out, and know what's the you know nothing is perfect in this world right so they know yep. they know the good they know the bad but they know how to harvest it to create a balanced perfectly balanced wine because yeah. you can have a wine that's low in alcohol and burn 100 percent. and here's an alcohol here's a wine that is higher in alcohol and doesn't taste like that because the acidity is in balance um, you know, the, it is, it is completely dry, but it's got the, the, this, this wine I think is one of the ones where people would say it's sweet. And then I tell them, pinch your nose and taste it again. And you'll realize no. it's not sweet. That sweet is the fruit. It's, it's the fruit. Yeah. You know, on the finish, I'm getting a little bit more spice, like you were talking about on the nose, um, but I'm getting more like purple flower again. Yes. Yes. And where the, the tannins in here are, are a little bit more delicate. They're, yeah, they're, they're so soft. soft. Just very ripe. 
just soft tannin, but structured. I mean, it yeah. just through from the attack all the way through the finish. It's just so nicely structured. So what would you recommend? Because I always get asked, if I lie this down, when should I be drinking this? So if we're talking about these wines here, what, what would you recommend in terms of, yeah, I think these definitely can lie down. You can drink them now and be very, very happy. Sure. They are stellar. But these wines can also lie down and sleep. What, what would you recommend? I, for Petite Syrah, uh, similar to some other varieties uh, that are grown and made into uh, to wine, five to seven years. Yeah, I don't think you'll be Typical. wrong with that. Um, I mean, but we just had a 2016 that has a lot more life on it, and it's at year five right now. Right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, I think in general, I would say five to seven years. But when you have great producers, like we're tasting right now from the Sassoon Valley, you're going to get a little bit more life out of them. Right. right. And the the acidity in here is going to hold up and that's what's going to allow it to to uh, lay down and, and sleep. And Agreed. I mean, I would say. It's just a reason to buy a case. 100%. Okay. I, I mean, I. I can't argue with you on that. Uh, <laughs> and like I said, I mean, the acidity in general is, you know, me, uh, medium minus. But I would say that these are at least medium. So, and I don't know if that's kind of uh, from the, the diurnal shift and from that cooling off effect of the San Pablo Bay. But, I mean, these are still really lively in terms of acidity. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm going to it's so balanced. I really, really love this one. <laughs> this, is, this is going to, this, this, my little, my little thing is going to be empty very soon. I'm sure. See, you're so, you're so good. You, you poured just a little bit. I poured all three. So I will have three glasses. Uh, well, remember where I am. I've only got my one little glass. Here. That's right. And it's like past 9 p.m. there. So fair enough. Yeah, but so I would say, you know, if, if anybody's in Sassoon Valley, um, visit Sassoon Creek. Uh, their hats sell out really quickly, as do their wines, because they're amazing. But again, if you want to meet the owners of a winery, they're there pouring. They're there introducing you to their wines, talking about their family, and it's such a great experience. And they are open on weekends from 12 to 5. Sassoon, uh, Sassoon Creek Winery is uh, open from 12 to 5. So... Yep. They do Just take reservations, but they are they also are doing walk-ins. So go in and, um, hey guys, Brian, can you please hold a hat for me? <laughs> Brian with an I, go Brian see Brian and his wonderful, wonderful wife Katie. And Katie, hi Katie, uh, hold a hat for me because when I get up to see Nick <laughs> and we get to come see you, <laughs> I want one. <laughs> All right, shall we do number five? Think we shall. So. Number five. So this is the Wooden Valley Winery, uh, 2018 Lanza Family Petite Syrah. So now we've done it 16, 17, and 18. So kind of a kind of cool comparison of vintages. An AVA vertical. Absolutely. And wow. this is very interesting too because they have multiple labels. So you know, it's Wooden Valley. There's Lanza. Um, uh, 
I'm gonna, I didn't write down. They had like the Lanza Italian yes. uh, label. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, this, again, a family of farmers, I'm talking 85 years. 85 years of making wine started by Mario and his wife, Lena, 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 um, Lanza. So three generations of uh, farming. So their son, Richard, they call him Chick. Yeah. Not sure why. I really kind of want to know the story behind his, his nickname. But uh, Chick took over the business. So him and his wife still are part of the business. And now their sons actually are kind of running it. And this is it. This winery is like the the original love story. Mm-hmm. So they they met in Oakland, right? The, yep. But both of their families actually came from the same small town in Italy, uh, Silvano di Orba. So like they didn't meet there. Their yep. families didn't know each <laughs> other there, but they come to Oakland, and love is in the right. air. So it's awesome. It's awesome. No. Now, if you visited their site, I, I mean, as a marketer, I could kind of spend a lot of time on their site because it's all about the family. You see lots of photos of family. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually talk about how they still gather with their friends and, you know, all their family gets together around the table. Uh, you know, food and wine is such a big part of, of their daily life. And I mean, that's so Italian, but it, it shows a passion for, you know, what they're doing and incorporating not just themselves, but the community. Yeah. And they too, you know, that with, they're also in that fourth generation. So again, Sassoon Valley just has so much tradition going on, um, you know, 85 years, they're still going and making exceptional wine. And, you know, uh, I'm sure there might be a few prohibition stories from Wooden Valley (laughs) wine. No, I'm definitely sure. Um, Now, if you've ever visited Sassoon, which I know you have, um, one of the main roads going in off of the 80 is called Sassoon Valley Road. Um, But it was actually originally uh, Wooden Valley. So that's kind of how they actually started. And then they kept that tradition alive, uh, even though they are now on Sassoon Valley Road. Right. Oh, all right. (laughs) Right. Oh, this is, this is, oh, okay. What are those, what are those chocolate thingies called? It's chocolate with the cherry in the center. Like a cherry cordial. Yes. Also known as a chocolate covered cherry. But um, yes, uh, definitely getting that uh, black cherry chocolate. I'm getting a little bit of vanilla maybe from some, or coffee from some oak influence. So it's being really nicely framed from oak. Not overpowering, just, mm-hmm. nope, like you said, just a frame. Now, this wine is actually, um, also has 25% cab in it. Mm-hmm. It is not, it, it, this is a 2018, like you said, and it is 75% Petit Saran, 25% cab. And there's, that adds a little dimension into it. Yeah, there's a little bit more red fruit, like yeah. a little red currant or black currant, but I mean, it's a little brighter in terms of the fruit that is there i mean it's younger but um yeah i'm going more red fruit mixed with the black fruit right absolutely i i just am seeing that 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 very cherry cordial um 
That's what comes out to me first. Yeah. I would agree. Mm. On the palate, it's um it's a full bodied, but it's a little softer on that mid palate. Yeah. Agreed. Um Tab. I'm liking the tannins. The tannins are definitely there. Um it's a, a lot of structure, but I, I see what you mean about just a kind of a little lighter on the mid palate. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just right on the mid palate. I mean, we have had five different wines from Sassoon Valley, five different Petit Syrahs, and I can honestly say um, I have not been disappointed. I have been so, I mean, these are incredible wines. And this is, uh, you know, why people have not discovered Sassoon Valley so far is beyond me. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm glad to see that they're getting out there more. I'm seeing their name more yeah. come up on Instagram. Um, I'm seeing, so people are starting to, but they definitely need to do it, a, a, you know, a bit more. They need to, they're, they're not going to be disappointed. And honestly, with, with the size of it, you, you know, take your day away from Napa and, yeah. you know, and experience something different you know, experience what, you know, again, when you're in Napa, you're kind of, you're not going to be talking to those winemakers. You're not going to be talking to farmers. Right? Yeah. You're going to be talking to the people who are, are in the tasting room here. You're, you're going to get the story from the horse's mouth. You're, they're going to be there. They're the ones who are going to do it. And you're going to hear their passion. And because when you taste these wines, you can taste the passion. You know, you can taste because they're all quality wines. And if people don't yeah. have passion, it's not that consistency of quality in that wine. And I can say as a marketer within the Napa Valley, um, you're 100% correct. Uh, one of the things that I absolutely love about being able to just go out to the Sassoon Valley is meeting those farmers, meeting those winemakers, meeting the families, whether, you know, that's Lisa or Brian and Katie or Steve, um, you know, or any of the Lanza family, they're, they're pouring their wines. They're, they're sharing their stories, talking about the tradition and really just, you know, sharing passion. Um, and there's passion, obviously, in other wine regions, but Sassoon has, I mean, been recognized by, you know, TTB and ABAs from 1982. We're in 2021, just now discovering these wines. It's a treasure trove of just incredible, incredible stories and, and wine, especially Petit Sirah. And think about all these wine regions where you go back to now and these, these wines are so expensive today. Right. And you think to yourself, gosh, if I only bought those wines when I first discovered this AVA, that can be you now. <laughs> right? Stock up. <laughs> right. stock up buy cases i'm telling you uh for the price of these wines the quality just super exceeds what you're going to get it's going to blow your mind how great these wines are for the price right you can you can be that person who said i know so soon before it was so right exactly <laughs> exactly i mean just two years ago when i was driving through i called my parents and i was like oh i'm in suisse yeah. So, I mean, 
two years ago, I didn't really know Sassoon Valley. And then, you know, our wonderful friends, Amber and David, introduced us to it. And I'm so glad they did. Because yeah. I am, you know, if I could go out to Sassoon every weekend, I probably would. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get my butt in gear and get up north to come visit you. And, Please. Uh, Brian and Katie said they're, they're holding a hat for they're me. They're holding a hat for you. They're holding a hat for me. <laughs> so I've got to get my butt up there. And uh, I I would love um, for us to do another live tasting together there. While we're there. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. How fun would that be? How fun, you know. That would be incredible. I, I definitely think we should... Uh, get some more people involved and see if any of our followers can join us and just, you know, really kind of make it a day and explore. As you Absolutely. said, exploring the wine glass. Let's discover more of the Sassoon Valley. I mean, again, such a small valley, 12 wineries, but 12 wineries that are making incredible, incredible wine. And we got to taste five here mm -hmm. and technically six because we both are, um, Ah, oh, Sassoon Creek says they're volunteering their tasting room. All right. All right. Love um, it. Because uh, we both have also tasted Tolinas. Um, right. And so these 12 wineries, we're, we're tasting five. And when you're five for five and there's 12, you got to. Exactly. You have exactly. To, you have to go. Oh, and since Tolinas just joined, we were just talking about you guys and this incredible wine as well. Uh, Next time, we are uh, going live inside the vineyards, inside the tasting rooms. So, uh, Lisa, just be prepared for us. Yes, be prepared. Be very prepared. <laughs> but so thank you, everybody who has joined and who is still with us. And honestly, thank you, thank you, thank you to the Sassoon Valley for 100%. sending us these samples and for giving us an introduction to this amazing AVA that, you know, and that's what I put in my IG post is when you have an AVA that has a sense of humor and yeah. can make some incredible wines, it's, it's a win-win. Definitely. Know? Definitely. So I, uh, I am all, I am all for, and we will, we will definitely get up there and, uh, you know, you know it, it, I, I'm going to take people before you get here. So like my friend, uh, Maddie and Ben just joined. I know we're just wrapping up, but I'm taking them to the Sassoon Valley and Ben's a winemaker. I'm going to blow his mind with, uh, with what they're doing out there. Yes. And then we will go and I'm so excited. So, Absolutely. Thank you everybody for thank joining. Thank you again. Nick, it was awesome to see your face. I Always a pleasure, Lori. Cilantro. Slancha, my friend. Slancha. And thank you again to the Sassoon Valley. Thank you to Camus Sassoon, Mangles, Tenbrink, Sassoon, Sassoon Creek, and Wooden Valley Winery. Winery. Thank you to you all. And we will do another live one. Live, live from the vineyards. Live, live. <laughs> live, live from the vineyards. And Lisa, thank you for joining us. We absolutely love your wine also. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys. We will uh we'll be in touch soon. Slancha. Bye. This has been another episode of Exploring the Wine Glass. Thanks for listening. If you have suggestions on what topics you would like me to discuss, please reach out on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Exploring the Wine Glass. I am also on LinkedIn as Lori Hoypud. 
Of course, you can always email me at exploringthewineglass at gmail.com. If you enjoyed what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to help others find me more easily. And most importantly, tell your wine-loving friends, because if you like the podcast, they will too. Music is Wine by Kevens. Until next week, slancha.